29th episode of a new talk my name is elaine janelle also known as mickey jane and i'm right here on the mic to share and to talk with you today i hope that you are having a really 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 good day and if you're not i hope it gets better and if it doesn't just take a deep breath and you know what just go watch a sitcom go do something to make you happy go for a walk enjoy the day the best way that you can but in the meantime right here we are going to talk about songwriting Yes, that is our theme today, Thoughts of a Songwriter. And before I even dive in into who our guest is today, I want to share with you our scripture. Coming from Deuteronomy 31, verses 19 and 30, and here it is. Now, therefore, write this song and teach it to the people of Israel. Put it in their mouths that this song may be a witness for me against the people of Israel. Then Moses spoke the words of this song until they were finished in the ears of all the assembly of Israel. So, I know, I know, I know. You're probably saying, Elaine, what does that have to do with any of this? I have one thing I want to share with you guys today. Other than this conversation with Miss Nettie. Because that's who our guest is. That's our guest. Her name is Nettie. One thing I want to share with you today. If you are a songwriter, please remember this. Put it in your mind. Put it on a post-it. Songwriting has a purpose. If you are given a song, God gives you a song, it has a purpose. See, the reason why I want to take a time out to talk about this is because a default of many, many songwriters is that we will write a song and we will not share it with anyone. We literally will take the time to write a full song or even if it's just a vamp, and then we put it in our phone and it stays there. We put it in our computer and it stays there. We put it in a journal and it stays there. And nobody hears this music. And so I wanna present a challenge. If you are a songwriter and you're fearful of somebody hearing your song or you're fearful of sharing your song, I want you to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself by letting somebody listen to your song. I'm not saying put it on SoundCloud because we know that's the place for all independent music. What I'm saying is take the time to send your song to one other person that you trust. It could be a few people, but at least one person that you believe in. And let them hear it and then wait and receive all of their feedback about your song. I'm telling you right now, don't send it to the person that's just going to be like, oh, that's good. Because some people will, are yes people. They'll tell, you, they'll tell you something's good no matter how bad it sounds. I'm not saying send it to that person. Send it to somebody that has an eye and an ear for what you are creating. And then let them take a listen to it and give them a chance to give you some feedback. And then don't run from the feedback. Be open to it because you never know the song that you have written could really help somebody. It could change somebody's life and it really could encourage somebody. But sometimes us songwriters, we like to stay in the box. We don't want to come out. We don't want our music to come out. We don't want to visit nobody. We'll come and listen to everybody else's stuff, but we won't create ourselves. And so I want to challenge you. Come out that box, y'all. Share your music with a few people. And if you're fearful of somebody stealing it, 
then please take the time and get it copywritten. You can copyright like 10 songs at one time, y'all. And, it, and there's no harm in doing it. Do what's going to work for you. But I'm telling you, do not stay in this box because you really do not know what you can be doing to help somebody else. In the meantime, I want to get ready for Nettie. Nettie hails from Philadelphia. She now lives in L.A. And she is a great friend of mine. We've been friends for over 20 years. We met in high school, singing, doing arts. And now here we are 20 years later, still really doing music in our own different ways. So if you've never, never heard of her, I want you to check out Triangle Park Music. Yes, that is the company and a, the group that she works with. And you can check out their website online. And I'm telling you, she's been working with some great people. I'm not giving you all the tea because one thing for sure is I want you to stay for this podcast and find out more about her and find out more about ways you can better your songwriting. In the meantime, I want you to check out a new lady on the spot. Her name is Miss Jewel B. Yes, her name's Jewel B. And she's a friend of mine, a great sister of mine. And she has a new single called Rescue. And if you like what you hear, you know what you can do? You can buy it on iTunes. All right? It's for New Talk. My name's Elaine Janelle. And I hope that you are enjoying our show today. All right? Keep it locked right here.
we are talking about songwriting tonight. And um, it's something that I, that's a special place in my heart for songwriting. It's a really, really special place in my heart for songwriting. So for many, many people who are um, not used to these type of conversations, they are very, very thought provoking conversations. They're very, very heart, they're very, very heart driven conversations. And they also are um, big conversations relating to um, who we are as people. And so before I bring my guest on, and you probably heard her a little bit in the beginning because we were talking, but before I bring her to the screen, I wanted to first let you know a little bit about Renewed Talk. We are a podcast that started going live on YouTube back in 2017. And the podcast concept is Life with God Involved. So we talk about general aspects of life. So if you check out my YouTube, if you check out iTunes, if you check out Player FM, if you check out SoundCloud, which is the place where I upload everything, you see the conversations that are literally about everything, all scopes of life. And then what I do is at any moment, if we decide to slip and talk about something that relates to God, it's okay. You know, sometimes if you work in certain areas, you can't do that freely. It becomes very touch and go. But in this area, we have a, like a huge freedom where we can talk about God freely. So um, we have that space to do that. But we're going to really talk about songwriting. That's going to be the main thing we talk about tonight. So I hope that you guys enjoy the conversation. If you have questions, we can see your comments on the side. So if you have questions, I'm going to definitely shout out comments uh, and any questions that anybody may have, and we're going to give space to that. Also, I'm going to tell you right now that on um, StreamYard, StreamYard just gives us a lot of flexibility, which is one of the people I use. I'm sure you can see the logo somewhere right there. Okay, there it is. <laughs> There's a logo. Um, as the show progresses, that logo will change to my logo. <laughs> but on tonight, it's going to be StreamYard, so shout out to them for letting this and making this happen. All right? All right, I'm going to bring the host on the show. In the meantime, if you like what you hear, repost and share. Share, share, share if you like what you hear tonight. But we're here and we're talking about music, all right? And we're talking about songwriting. So my host, her name is Nettie, and we're going to bring her to the screen right now. Hey, Miss Nettie. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just living life. Loving life. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm glad you're loving life. I'm glad you're enjoying it's for new talk tonight. I decided to put on Instagram a little bit. I usually do Facebook or something else, but usually they can only see me. So they're gonna have to go to if you want to see the full effect of what we're doing right now, go to my story and drop on by YouTube. It's real quick. And go to my story and drop right on YouTube, and we're gonna talk about songwriting. All right, so let's get started because I've already taken up enough time talking about gibberish. Um, Nettie, where are you from? Hey, you know, I'm from the Philadelphia area. That's great. And best, um, best place ever. <laughs> best place ever. And with you being from Philadelphia, um, and all of the things that you do, like tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, 
what part of Philadelphia you grew up in. I'm going to tell you guys how we met, but what part of Philadelphia you grew up in and things like that. Um, well, uh, Philadelphia, from Philadelphia, born and raised, um, lived mostly in the Germantown area um, in East Falls. Uh, I, I make music, like I, I sing, I write, I produce, um, I vocal arrange, uh, you name it. Do a little bit of painting, do a little bit of drawing. You know, if, if you want to know more, like, yeah, like just do a little bit of everything. Everything. And with that being said, um, the reason how Nettie and I know each other, uh, I, I call her Nettie now, but I know her as Vanessa. And we met in high school. <laughs> so I'm not going to give out your whole government name. I'll just keep that on the documents. But we went to high school together and we sang together for years to be straight up. Years. <laughs> years. And um, now we're both doing different things. Uh, I think our 20s were full of really um, getting to know ourselves. And uh, I can really say that our 20s was good, full of us getting to know each other even better as well. Yeah. Uh, because we traveled and sang. We didn't just stay in Philly. We went everywhere and sang. If you're checking us out and you want to know what's going on, we're on Renew Talk. Go to YouTube. That's why I'm live for a few minutes on uh, Instagram. But we uh, we sang and we traveled and sang. So, you know, and when you start traveling with people or if you live with somebody, you learn a lot. You learn a whole lot. Shout out sometimes, to the Sometimes you may not want to know, learn, but you're going to learn. <laughs> you may not want to know, but you know. But the love is so real, though. The love is absolutely real. Those are my brothers and sisters, basically. Yeah, I can I can definitely say we grew that type of camaraderie. Uh, we could fuss and fight, but we still was going to minister together. We still mm -hmm. going to talk, um, and we still was going to sing. Like we still was going to make sure that we executed what we came to do. Absolutely. So um, that's how I know Nettie. But I wanted to play a little game to start us off, so that people can get to know your personality a little better. Lord. Lord. <laughs> Right, you didn't get these questions or nothing, so you probably gonna be like, uh. "All right, sorry." Right. <laughs> but just some fun, just some fun. I'm on live with Nettie, y'all, on YouTube, and so I just wanted to ask you some simple things to get to know some things and about you and your personality and the qualities of what you do, of uh, what you do. So, first off, I want to ask you. So this has been a big thing that's been coming up lately. I saw on like timelines and stuff mm -hmm. about. If we do grits with sugar or salt, <laughs> I saw that. Uh, I'm gonna say salt. Okay. Uh, I've never had grits with sugar before. I'm not about to start at all. No. You live your lives the way you want to live them. <laughs> it's salt for me. Got you. Black or white? What color do you prefer? Black. Got you. Um, soft or loud? Say it again. Soft or loud? <laughs> soft. <laughs> so on the girly side of things, long hair or short hair? Long. <laughs> and how about this? Um, so I know right now where you are, but we will let the viewers know in a few minutes. East Coast or West Coast? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to take the time to chew? Nope. No, no, I mean, honestly, both. Got you. Both have things that you need. Got you. 
So for those who don't know, Nettie, like she's just said, originally from Philadelphia. If you just happen on and you're checking out live, I'm live on YouTube. If you want to see it, check it out on YouTube. Um, on my page, uh, we're talking about songwriting tonight, and my page is called Renew Talk uh, with Elaine Janelle. So Nettie is originally from Philadelphia, but now she is living in the great city of LA. Los Angeles. <laughs> And Los Angeles is holding some good people, I must say. Um, Absolutely. Philly really thick out here, too. Say that again? Philly is thick out here, too. Just letting you know, like, thick out here. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> out of Philadelphians out here. Out here. So this is a, like, that's a big, big thing um, for you to relocate. And for the sake of what she does with music, is it was a, it's a good thing to, for her to relocate. So I want to dive into the aspect of songwriting, and then we're going to get more into like literally what you do right now. My first question I want to ask is, what, like, how old were you? How old were you when you started writing songs? And did you even know is that what that's what you were doing? Honestly, um, I have to say I started writing songs probably at I want to say twelve. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I knew I was writing songs. I didn't, I'm pretty sure that they were just, you know, they're 12 year old point of view songs, but they were uh, definitely um, just ways to uh, express myself or to have fun uh, and be creative. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I started that when I was 12 years old, just kind of progressed um, even the more, you know, so yeah. Yeah, sure. Did is there anything that you wrote at the age of 12 that you kind of like recollect? Like, I mean, it's over 20 years later. Um, well, here's the, here's the thing. I will say this, um, and, and don't laugh at me, but I actually um, tried to rewrite a song that I wrote probably a little younger than that. With, I was trying to put my little brother to sleep, so I wrote him a lullaby. It's very, very, very simple. It was go to sleep, <laughs> go to sleep, something about a land of toys and stuff. But, you know, it was it was it was highly innocent. But nevertheless, it was something that I tried to actually bring back to life. But, you know, maybe I'll bring it back to life later. Who knows? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, with you saying that, did you think that you would grow in it? Like, did your passion for songwriting beginning at the age of 12, did you think that you would begin to actually grow in it through like your high school years into adulthood? Like, how did you feel about that like process? Did you think it would happen or? I didn't, honestly, I didn't think it would get to this point um, songwriting wise. I, I never thought it would get to this point. Like um, at one point it was just me writing uh, poems you know, and singing them. Okay. I mean? um, and uh, it took me a while to even understand the format of a song. I didn't, I didn't understand the format of a song until I was 15. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, so I never, I had never thought that it would get to this point. Um, it it uh, definitely became uh, more real to me when I turned 15, where like song formats and, you know, how things feel, everything like that started mm -hmm. to come into play. So yeah, actually, um, what is the format of the song? Um, 
there's different there's different kinds for different types of genres but i'll say that um there you know you could go um i'll 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 say maybe like golf three but one main one is um intro uh hook mm-hmm. verse pre-hook hook verse pre-hook hook maybe a bridge maybe a vamp hook ending that's yeah. a that's a, a pretty general uh format pretty, uh, and it's popular because it's kind of popular to start uh songs with hooks because hooks are like the point so you want to get to the point as soon as possible mm-hmm. so and for those who don't know what hooks are hooks are very similar to choruses the main purpose of the song uh usually not all the time songs would be named after the hook of the song not all the time though not all the time not all the time but and people like to be different too people like to people like to start right away you know what i mean like there's no intro there's just right into the verse go you know what i mean so you know you never um differently be creative but definitely yeah. so if you're on checking me out on instagram Go over to YouTube. I'm live right now with New Talk. That's why I'm on here. Hey, guys. So one thing that I know for sure is that um, you have you have progressed in this and you're you're growing in it. I think one of the biggest things that, I, from what I know about Nettie, one of the biggest things I always wonder about is you singing your own music versus somebody else singing your music. What is that like? Like... And the only reason I say that is because, and we're going to dive into it, but one reason I say that is because, okay, to write a song is one thing, um, and for your thoughts, for it to convey your thoughts is one thing, but the transition of when it goes to somebody else. First, let me start with this. Let me start with this, and then we'll open up. What do you prefer? Do you prefer to sing your own music, or do you prefer somebody else to sing your music? Someone else. Absolutely someone else. Absolutely someone else. Not because I don't enjoy how I sound, but it is it's a surreal feeling to see somebody sing your song, like know your songs, because um it's something about well, first of all, uh songwriting is supposed to be uh um personal yet inclusive, you know what I mean? Um this is something that I'm uh writing um, in, in some instances based off of my own experiences, in some instances based off of relating to someone else, yeah. someone else's, but they're supposed to be relatable. And, and when a person uh, um, relates to it so much that they want to sing it, you know what I mean? That they feel it, that they feel where you're coming from and everything. That is a surreal feeling, especially when it's on a large scale, when people whom you've never met in life are singing words that you sat in your room one night and wrote out just because you were feeling something or whatever the case may be. That is a surreal feeling. Surreal. And loving it too. Seeing a mass amount of people sing it. That's different. That's a whole different. Why not why not you? And this is only so I, I I do understand for those who are listening or checking this out, the conversation about songwriting guys on Instagram, I forgot to pin it at the bottom. But why not for you? Why not yourself versus somebody else? Um, well, me, I don't mind singing my own songs. Like I, I love to sing my songs. I know how to execute them and everything. I know where they're supposed to come from. I know how how I would hope the person listening would feel. 
but someone else because the point of me making the song uh, was so that somebody else could feel it. And if it gets to a point where they feel it, they sing it, and they give it the emotion that they, they make it their own, that's that's great too, you know what I mean? Um, we're connecting, you know what I mean? We're connecting in a way. So that's why I love it. That's I, why I, I love, love that connection, yeah. It was some, I've lost my piece and I'm mad that I lost it. <laughs> I'm mad that I lost it. If you guys see on Instagram, I'm saying it again. Join me on YouTube. We're on YouTube live talking about songwriting. So there was a piece that I, with the lyrics that you have written and you said that you like the, the joys of hearing, not just somebody singing, but a whole bunch of people sing the lyrics versus you, like yourself. Um, are there ever times where you feel like it's translated wrong? And I also realize it's your vocal arranger. So we'll dive into that for a few minutes as well. But is, is there ever a feeling that you feel like it's not translated the right way? Um, there was one song that I have, it was one of my favorites. I'm sorry if you hear the music around. Oh, you're fine. You're actually good. We're good. Um, but there was there was actually one song that I wasn't I didn't feel a way about it the translation of it, but it did kind of surprise me um, that people got uh, what they got out of the song because it was it meant one thing and it was talking about one thing but people saw it as something else you know what I mean um, oh this could be a, this could be about marriage this could be about you know just love in general and so forth and so on and I'm like. Okay, it's about something in particular, but okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Like you know, but what what was great about that was that everybody, the way they felt, mm -hmm. was similar. Like whatever visual they got or whatever the case may be, whether it be different or or the same, the way they felt was the same. That response was the same, and that's what I was looking for. I was looking for the feeling response because that that's at the end of the day that's that's a thing you mm -hmm. know what I mean? mm -hmm. how it feels I, I think what's amazing about that is just that that you can write something somebody else can feel totally different about it or it connects with them in a different way like you said and it brought my mind back to um there's a song by jay moss Ooh. I like his first album. It's the like it's been a minute. I think it's from the first album. It's called I Wanna Give More, right? Okay. And so I've told like a few people after I heard it a few times, you know, early on, I told a few people, hey Trey, um, I said this song makes me think it's a wedding song. And it was like, Really? And I was like, go back and listen to the lyrics. I said, so on well, let's put this out there. Because Jay Moss is a person who writes not just for gospel people, but he's written for secular people as well. He knows how to translate. Mm -hmm. It's not a lost thing for him to know how to translate. So when um, he did that, I I was like, this really could easily be a wedding song. And it also could be very much show a song that he wrote for one thing. It was like, this could work as a gospel song. <laughs> right. I mean... A lot of a, a lot of uh, love songs. Of course, we know a lot of love songs uh, and and them being secular. If you um, 
if you are, you know, talking about uh, love in particular and poetry, that all could be gospel songs. But then the day, what is God? He is love, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, Got you. And just so y'all know, this uh, this uh, podcast, this episode of Renew Talk about songwriters is not about gospel songs versus secular and what's better, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. This ain't that episode. I'm about to say, because I definitely do not write a lot of gospel songs. I do some of everything. Right. But I, I just want to, sometimes when people look for a space, and I'm like, that's not what this episode about. It's literally about <laughs> songwriting. And if you write songs, I'm sure it's something that you'll be able to learn or gain from this episode. Right. Um, so it came back to me, something you said earlier in the question, because I'm, I'm working off memory. I did write my questions out, so I'm working off memory. What... Is there a process that you go through to construct a song? Is there something that is there like an aura, a feeling? How does um, it work for you or come to you? A conversation, a conversation sometimes, most times, is actually really good. Like there was um, uh, when I, around the time that I was in the, the beginner stages of like writing, I would write songs that my friends were going through, like things that, that I would just have in conversation. Like they would tell me, oh yeah, this guy, and da da da, second and third. And I would just go off of that, you know what I mean? Um, uh, a story or some type of scene, something to paint a picture for somebody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I, I, I wanna be by myself. Sometimes I need a lot of people around me. It depends on what kind of feeling I'm going for, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I have to get into the feel of how it it's supposed to go, you know what I mean? Um, you know, really get into it. Um, but it, you know, sometimes certain things just come. Like, uh, I will say that some of the best songs that I've written just, just came, like, I, I promise you, out of nowhere. I'm just sitting, listening to something, and idea done. Let's go record it. You know, mm-hmm. like that. Get it down, and a uh, nice little blueprint, and then go from there. You know what I mean? But yeah, there are different types of uh, ways to start your song off. You know, that's so. When you said it just comes, all right. For those on Instagram, shout out. Let me let me shout out a few people real quick. I'm gonna come right back to when did you said it just comes. Shout out to Simka Rabbi, also known as Leroy, who is already watching now. Shout out to Judah Rogers. Shout out to Jewel. Jewel's talking about hey, hey girl. Ooh, hey Jewel. Hey Judah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Oh, yes, your brother's on here on Instagram. Talking about my brother. Here. <laughs> I'm trying to talk on YouTube and not just type everything. So I don't have the link right at my disposal. Hold on, uh, Sonny, the host. <laughs> hi, brother. Do you hear her saying hi, brother? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Naya, Sean, April. We're talking about songwriting tonight on YouTube. I just didn't take the time to write everything in. So that's why. So to, to my Philly people, thank you so much for supporting me. Because one thing for sure, this is something one thing I want to say for sure. Is that when the people your support system can literally shift and change your life? They can change your thinking. They can change your life when you have an amazing support system. It don't gotta be a lot of people. It just gotta be sure people, a sure support system. All right, that's a whole commercial. But (laughs) when I was just looking at um, some of the people who was like, "I'm on YouTube, but put the link here," and I'm like, 
I don't have a team yet. Shout out to the people who are famous that can just drop a podcast like that. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to them. <laughs> I'm not there just yet. I'm getting there. So All what right, I'm going to try to do is grab this link real quick while we're talking. In the meantime, while we're talking, I do have a question. So when you said it just comes to you, do you feel like um, great songwriters have a natural gift of conveying their thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, the songwriters that I've met, um, it's weird because sometimes I like to look for like commonalities <clears throat> of all of, uh, why, do these, why are these people great? Why are they so this or whatever? And although everybody's different and they, they approach things differently sometimes, there is there are commonalities that they have. Like they're very uh, articulate about how they say things. They they love to paint, they love to paint pictures even in conversation. You know what I mean? Um, they sometimes they bring up interesting ideas. Like yo, what is this, 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 and this? And like, I'm just like that's interesting. That would be a dope song. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you know, um, yeah, like. Uh, it's interesting how how uh, how people get a spark. Some some for some people it just comes uh, quickly. You know what I mean. And, mm -hmm. and others, um, I, I know that uh, even in length um, writing songs, some come really fast, and other ones it might take a week, might take a day. You know, you never know. So yeah. I I I ask that because if you are an aspiring songwriter, if anybody that listens to the show, whether now or coming and they're a person who aspires to write songs and to write for other people. Um, I wonder the placement, like the mentality that goes with that. And that's why I asked, do you think it's a gift? Um, yeah, like you, you um, when you're, even when you're writing for other people, like I said, the conversation is necessary because you need to know where they're at. You know what I mean? You have to know where their mindset is or even what they just plan on doing. You know what I mean? Uh, what, what's the what's the concept? And then you, um, I'll say for me, I have to put myself in the place. Like if if you're talking about a breakup or something like that, I got mm -hmm. myself there. You know what I mean? Whether it be what would I do if I was this person experiencing this or experiences of my own. You know what I mean? And and um and what makes sense as far as uh how how you need to be honest. You know what I mean about things. Um, and then how, how it feels, you know what I mean? Um, but for the most part, you know, finding out where that person is, you know what I mean? Um, connecting with that person, it's easier to write for them when you connect with them. You know what I mean? Um, that's not always the case. Like, you're not mm -hmm. always going to be able to connect. Sometimes you write a song, they just like it and they just take it. You know what I mean? Right. But, but for the most part, um, at the end of the day, putting yourself in that place and, and getting the feel and executing the feeling, that's the big part right there. Do you, cause you said that when you know a person and when you sit down with them to, to make that connection, it, it translates differently. Uh, have you ever had like an aha moment with a person? Meaning you wrote a song, uh, love, friendship, whatever, uh, world situations, because that's something that's very <laughs> real to write about right now. Um, and if you wrote a song and then when a person heard it, they immediately like 
got it. Like they got what you were trying to convey. Like that's, mm -hmm. I call it, I said an aha moment, but I mean like, it's almost like that genuine connection. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, it's a few, so it's a lot of songs that um, very seldomly, I'll say this, very seldomly will you find a song where you don't get it right away. Like there are not a lot of songs where you're like, I still don't understand because it has to start with you. You know what I mean? Like right, right. I know that cre as a creative, you can get so creative that you start saying uh, just anything that you want to say. But the comfort is knowing that you're not alone. Even when you have the craziest thoughts, the craziest bars that you toss in the song or whatever, and it might not be, you know, it might not be in, you know, big worded out or anything like that. It might just be said plainly. It might be said poetically. But one thing is somebody's going to relate to it. Somebody is going to feel it. Someone is. There's a there's literally an audience for everybody. You know what I mean? Right. And, and the audience is craving somebody to relate to as well. Somebody in the forefront to be like, oh, you understand me. You know what I mean? But I say that to say, like, very seldomly are you going to find a song where you just don't get it. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a, I had my moments of not getting it with a few songwriters that a lot of people like. Um, okay. So only one, probably, that I can think of as of right now. I was, about to, I was just about to ask you. Go ahead. I still mess with his music. Um, ah. Wait a minute. It's It's... it's it's on the tip of my tongue, <laughs> on the tip of my tongue, and I cannot get it out. But uh, he did. Um, what well, I was gonna say, hey, you can't even think of the song, or, or uh, uh, he did. Um, he did Novocaine. Novocaine. I, why can't I think of his name? But he did Novocaine. Uh, it was really, really popular um, uh, a few years ago. Um, but in his listening to his album, there were songs where I was just like, you just you just said what you was in your head and, and wrote it down. Like you didn't care who got it. You just said so yeah, I used to think that about him. But I got it. Like I absolutely got it when you really um sit and you really listen to it and it's poetic. You know what I mean? And you're like, I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes you gotta dive into the bottom of the ocean with the person in order <laughs> in order to get it. That was literally what I was about to say. I was about to say, did it like take a minute to catch on? You know, you know how you listen to a new album or a new artist, and you're like, um, there there's some people that I just came to the conclusion like that's just not my style. Uh huh. No hate, because some people can write amazing lyrics, and it may not be the music may not be my style. But the other part is like when, um. It is the artist that you listen to, or it's the person you follow, and you're like, uh, <laughs> let me let me dive. When you said dive in, let me. You ever, or people say it gotta grow on me, things yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's songs that have to grow on you, um, and sometimes it might just be where you're at as far as how you feel and everything like that. Uh, um, that could just be the reason why you're not getting it right away because your your brain is just not in that place right now. But then you go back and listen to it you're like, oh, okay. And I mean, that's what happened with me. Like I would okay. listen to his, um, I listened to his song, and uh, it was only like one or two that I I didn't uh, yeah. it didn't connect right away. But 
um, when you go back and you listen, you're like, oh, okay, I see where you're at. You were you were in a place where you felt lonely, or you felt betrayed, or you felt, you know, um, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and I didn't see it there because my head wasn't there, you know what I mean? And sometimes, sometimes you can say that even about uh, talking with different people and conversing with different people. Like, sometimes I, I'm just not in this conversation because I, I'm, I'm not in that place. Right. You know what I mean? Even right. just like sometimes when you got to pray before you get, go, go somewhere to get yourself into the mindset right. to prepare yourself for, for something. Sometimes that's just the case. You know what I mean? That's real. No, that's real. Uh, I definitely... I definitely can say that that it takes a moment. And like you said, it, it took your moment to get to, um, oh, we never said the artist, but to get to understand Nova Kane or get to understand. Oh, I'm gonna figure it out. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Nova Kane and, um, wait, this is the one that everybody, everybody was, was on so badly. Right, Goshen, there we go. Thanks, Chris, appreciate it. <laughs> you saw, I was about to say, I saw his name and I said, let me see, <laughs> see a comment. Yeah, um, he's helping me to actually build a new talk. Um, no, so I, I get which I get what you're saying. Sometimes not getting it right away. So, mm-hmm. all right. So I, I've been talking about that you've been writing and that you've been writing since the age of twelve, and we've been just sharing like your thoughts and things like that. Some of the people that you write for now. Now I did a little bit of research. I don't mean I have a lot, but I got a little bit. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, there's a group called Good Girl, and they are really out of, like she said, out of Philadelphia, but are also by coastal in LA. And um, you write for them. I also noticed that you write for a guy named Simba, and you tell me if I'm saying it wrong. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> no, nah, Simba, no, Simba, you're saying his name correctly. Um, the girls, they're uh, definitely based out of Philly. Um, I did a production for Simba actually. I did. Oh, wow! You know what I mean? That's you. Um, and uh, my voice is on like two of his uh, two of his songs that he dropped. Got you. So you know, go check those out. Support, please. Thank you. <laughs> and 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 uh, go go check out that good girl because the girl is great. They're amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they are. They are definitely um, some great acts. Uh, you guys are in for a treat. They're really, uh, really talented. Really great, great, wonderful artists who, um, who I think will really make a, a, a giant impact on, um, on their fans and their viewers and stuff like that. Okay. Because you know they're necessary. Um, what make what makes so with the good girl? What what makes them necessary in your in in your eyes, because you've been, <laughs> you, you, you and I are one of the same. <laughs> hey, y'all, if, you have, if you're checking this out, say shout out to hey, Natasha. If you're checking this out on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, doing a new talk live. Yo, I'm weak. What, um, <laughs> we are one of the same. <laughs> um, what, what makes them, what makes them stand out? And even with you've done some vocals with Simba, and then I, I want to talk about any other artists that you're currently working with that you're allowed to share. I understand sometimes in the process we're not we're not allowed to share all of the good information. Um, <laughs> but what makes them stand out? Because I, well, one thing we can say is that black black women girl groups over the years 
have like translated. They like they keep growing. They they and sad to say, some come and some go. And so I think when you just said they're needed, I think something that that people look for nowadays is a different sound, or they're just looking for that um, that sincerity in music because. Cool. You know what I mean? We have we have so much diversity to choose from at this point. And so what what that's why I said when you said they're needed, what makes them what do you feel? I shouldn't say what makes them needed because I yeah. think every artist stands alone. What do you well, feel? I'll say this. Um um Google represents number one for me, they represent a sisterhood, like you know what I mean? Um togetherness, camaraderie, all that stuff. They they represent that, you know what I mean? Um and that's what's necessary now, like in this world, you know, camaraderie, not somebody back right biting and talking about somebody else or or trying to cancel somebody and stuff like yeah. that. You know, camaraderie is is necessary. There's not a lot of uh black girl groups right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's nice to see, you know what I mean? Um whenever you see a group of friends, you, you it ought to make you smile, especially if they're having fun. You know what I mean? And I love I love seeing that. Like, you know, um, People see that side of them, you know what I mean? Having fun, uh, you know, whatever they do together, they cook together, laugh together. Like that, that makes you smile when you see things like that. Um, Simba, Simba just knows how to say words. <laughs> and it, it's just, it's just great, and he says it with such conviction and and such confidence. You know what I mean? When you listen to when you listen to him, he knows how to tell a story. He knows how to do it. Like he knows how to 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 talk heavy. Like sometimes you need that too. Like everything right. is necessary. Um, and because they are entertainers, you know, and we're we're living in time right now where this is the main communication and oh, we're yeah. speaking and we're talking and stuff like that. This is a it's a platform. You know what I mean? So why not why not use it? Why not uh use it for for this? You know what I mean? So I I say that they're necessary. They're always necessary. They're always going to be necessary. I laughed when you said uh, Simba knows how to say words. <laughs> he listen, cause there's some. <laughs> no, go ahead, say it. No, there are some cases where a person. I don't. When you when you hear them say something, you're just like, I don't. I don't think you meant to say it that way. But uh, <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna take it. You know what I mean? Um, like, like you know how you've heard people say you have a way with words. Well. But he's a words. That's good. That's good. Are there any other artists that you have worked with in the past or that you worked with recently that you would want to share? Like I said. <laughs> um not writing because I did uh what is it? I did uh vocal productions. Mm -hmm. Brandy was fun. <sighs> Which album did you work with her on? Um no, no she was um working, she was actually working on Simba's uh Simba's. Oh wow! Okay, okay. And um, she was uh, what is it? I was asked to both produce her, and um, I had time to prepare my heart and my mind <laughs> for her arrival. Because so, you know, people would lose. If I wasn't prepared, mind. I don't know how it would have gone. I don't know how it would have gone, but I was prepared. So yes. it was cool. I was still nervous, but I was prepared. But that was fun, just because oh, she's very sweet. And uh, she was like, "Man, I need you. I need you. I need you in the booth. Like, I need you." I was sitting behind her while she was recording. Like, and I would say, "Yes, that note. This note. It was fun." Like, so, 
But um, and it, and because I say that I, I do different things, like I do um everything that's uh, anything that's necessary. So if it takes writing, if it takes production, if it takes um vocal production or anything like that, if it takes some padding. I'm gonna say background vocals, whatever. So that, that I mean, I can only imagine because we <laughs> shout out to Jewel who I know is watching. <laughs> People study, shout out to my friend Justin Risper, people study Brandy's moves. And uh, it's obvious, like when you hear Kiara Shear, you hear. Let me just let you know something about Brandy. Go ahead. She said, is that auto-tune on it? And we were like, no. Because we, I already thought it was. No. Oh, no. wow. All of that is pure, all her. And she does it well. She's been here before, and can nobody, nobody can say anything because she's wonderful. Like she's literally like, she that girl. She did a run. I, I will say this though. I was happy because she did a run one time, and she like was that the right one? And I I gave her the correct run, and I felt very special giving her the correct one because I'm like, and she laughed and she said, "Thanks, Betty Pie." She was like, "Betty Pie, I love it." <laughs> I loved it. It was so great. Oh, I'm so weak. Maddie, but, but I just, she is that the truth. Has, that has to be humbling. Like, how how was that? Like, did you know that she was doing the vocals with Simba? Or what did you know about that before you walked well, in? She was, she was coming to lay a part. She was coming to um, uh, re-sing a part that was referenced. So she was just um, singing like a piece of a uh, uh, hook, I believe. Or okay. So, yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was planned for her to sing it, of course. That's why I knew she was coming because right, right, right. But yeah, that was a very surreal. Uh, yes. Time, you know, and she's and like I said, she's very sweet. It, it, you know, it wasn't weird and nerve wracking. Um, and mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, at this point, I I don't get nervous, but it was nice to see her. She was a pleasant, pleasant person. That's good. Have you? Have you had, and I don't want you, I don't want you to name names. I'm, I'm going to ask a straight question. Have you had any people yet that you're like, I'd rather not do this with them again? Wow. I haven't had anyone. My teammates might be different, but I have. Because <laughs> they, you know, my teammates are, are you know, a little bit further ahead uh, uh, and, uh -huh. and in this thing a little bit more than I have, having traveled the world and playing for different people and stuff. So they might have different stories. Who knows? They might not have a different story, but I haven't met anybody that I'm like, uh, I don't want to do this. Not okay. No, that's good, though. Even even because you're intertwined with the independent artists as well as mainstream artists, it, it can come a dime a dozen because even some of the independent artists will give you a work out. Independent artists, um, you know, they're just as good as, as the ones who right. are... Um, you know what I mean? Um, and, and they have to because they're, you know, it's not, uh, uh, the sport is different, you know what I mean? So, but they, they're just, yeah. yeah, they're just as hard of, of grinders as anybody else, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm not saying that like work with work, I was talking about personality. Some, I know some people can be a more harsh than other people. As far as work ethic as an independent artist, I think the work is a little bit heavier. I haven't um I haven't gotten uh, anybody whose uh, personality has been you know uh, you know a bit much I haven't really 
relatives. That's great. No, that's really good to hear that. That's good to hear that. Let me ask you, I only have like two more questions and we're going to get up out of here. I just need to know from the Vanessa. Yes, I went back to your full name. <laughs> Don't get mad. Don't get no, mad. I'm not. I love my name. I love my name. <laughs> and only certain people okay, call me. Some people know me, so that's Some people get mad when they start going by. They be like, "Don't you? I told you don't call me that." And I be like, "Okay, I will. I will pop out of rules." <laughs> but okay. no, no. From you transitioning from being in Philadelphia to being in LA, and I know you also consider yourself bicoastal, meaning that you still do work on both ends. It's not like you only work in LA. That you still come home and get things done, but. The, you have always had a, like a quiet and meek spirit. So that's why when I say quiet, loud, for those who've been watching the entire show, shout out to anybody that's been on the entire show, because I know people don't watch full lives anymore. Um, <laughs> people don't. I no. Y'all no. know it's the truth. Hey, cousin. A little bit, then I'm out. Thanks. Right. They catch You catch like five, ten minutes of me, you be like, this is great. And if it's still up, I'll come back and watch them later. Right. You know, in the replay. Uh. But but no, um, you've always had a quiet and meek spirit, and that was when I was messing with the whole like loud and quiet. How does that transcend transcend now, being with um, Triangle Park Music? And I just want to share about your team after this for a few minutes. But how does that translate now, being with like a team of people, and you are like, but you're like a quiet monster because then you come or storm, whatever way you want to say it. <laughs> That's literally how they they go about it. Wow. Okay. It's the you know um, I appreciate my team because um, you know the best thing about being a part of a, t- a great team is you know everybody trusts each other's abilities. Everybody trusts each other's integrity and their character. So sometimes I don't have to speak for myself. They they'll do it for me right away. Like they tell they down to my hugs. Like she gives the best hug. You got a hugger. Like I'm like oh well. COVID, but okay. Um, <laughs> COVID. I'll be right. You know, I'll do my best. Uh, but, but yeah, they, uh, but they, um, sometimes they speak for me. You know, um, I definitely have, you know, gotten a little louder in uh, vocally, but I still get yelled at for speaking, you know, too soft. Like, ah, I can't hear you. But it's okay, though. I digress. Just saying, um, I have a I have a, a good team and support around me who who know me well enough to you know give me the oop when necessary. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have to say anything. I can go in and do the work. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. How did you meet the team from Triangle Park? So I want you to share their names if it's all right. Sure. And um, because I do want people to check out you know your website and things like that. Some of the songs they've written for are currently nominated for Grammys. So just shout out to working hard, working through COVID. <laughs> Always working, no matter what. What? No matter. Um, but do share, like, tell us more about Triangle Park Music and um, just the team and how you met them. Gotcha. Well, Triangle Park Music, uh, uh, we're a group of producers, um, and everyone has their special gifts and their special abilities that they have. Uh, it's uh, Scott. Um, Ali, uh, Andre, and Venom, uh, or um, Rafik, if you will. Uh, I saw, I saw the website says Venom. 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 
don't tell her my phone, my feet. <laughs> right, look, that's, that's a, a joke. Thing. I told you, I respect. I follow the rules. <laughs> but I like no, but 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 I call him Venom because I want people to to respect that name because mm-hmm. he, he he packs some some good heat with his uh his drums and everything like that. So, but um, but it's it consists of uh it consists of us. I'm literally the first and the only girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to that. Like yeah. February, the funny thing is February will be uh, um, end of February be a year that I, I signed with them. Oh wow! <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, it's February now, so congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a specific date, but end of February, uh, probably uh, around the twenty twentieth, I do believe. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, up. yeah. It'd be it'd be a year since I signed with them. Um, I met them actually. Uh, I've known Ali for years when we were singing around Philly and yeah, around we playing around Philly when we were singing. I remember Ali. Yeah. Most of our team are Philly musicians. So right, right. Ray, of course, playing yeah. for everybody. So, and that actually was uh, uh, before anything. He actually um, had a uh, production team called the Matrix, and I had heard about them throughout the city in Philly too. Wow. And, um, how I met them was uh, when Good Girl um, needed some things. Um, I had written a song actually with my brother, this guy named Ro, and Pink Sweats. Um, okay. We were all living in Philly, and um, the girls ended up having to record it. And Scott called me and asked me to come and uh, engineer it. Wow. Um, okay. This was my first time because I had known Ari already. Ari's the one with the yellow hair. Mm-hmm. I know Ari already, um, but this was my first time meeting the other three. And um, I had heard about uh, Megan. I had already heard about her. She was great. I saw a YouTube thing she posted it. Her doing one plus one. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so, but um, that was my first time meeting them at, uh, at Milk Boy uh, when we had to record it. And I fell in love with them. So I said, wow. ooh, I'm going to write more songs. I wrote um, a song with my brother and this guy, Darius Coleman. Okay. Um, and I, I made the music and did the arrangement. And I had, they recorded it, and I just kind of never left them since then. Wow. And that's how I, I started working with Triangle Park, because they were actually initially, before Triangle Park, but they were actually initially the girls' production team. The girls' production team. Wow. Okay. So... Oh. Yeah, and I was always working as a separate entity with them. Mm-hmm. So I would just come in and, and lay top lines or something like that or uh, do some type of background vocals for them. Mm-hmm. I would throw them ideas like, hey, what about this? How is this? And, you know what I mean? Um, just coming in and, and doing stuff with them. And, and me and uh, me and Meg had gotten uh, close and became like best friends. Yeah, so it was just, I just learned them just a long time. You know what I mean? I got this chance to see them go from start to how it's going, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many years has it been? I think this will be their eighth year. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know the exact date, but I know that this will be their eighth no, year. That's, that's a minute. That is a minute. And for them to take with it. And shout out to Ari. I don't know everybody from Good Girl, but I do know Ari because I went to camp with her. Right, right. <laughs> All right with the capo. Shoot. <laughs> right. We you know what? That is one thing I will say. Um, 
even though we met at Kappa, it's so many young people that I've met down the line mm-hmm. after us. And I mean, let me say it like this. There's people before us, and we was like, oh. And then there's people that came after us, and we was like, oh. Listen, I remember seeing, uh, when we were going there, I remember just seeing uh, Leslie, Leslie Odom. I remember seeing him. Like, oh, okay. And then I see him. Right, right, right. Oscar-nominated movies. I'm like, well, let's go. <laughs> Come on, Philly. <laughs> yes, that that is definitely, that's very true. But I always felt like that, um, hearing the people that went before us. And those who don't know who, because since this show goes to everybody, uh, we went to Creative and Performing Arts High School, Philadelphia. <laughs> and I was a vocal major. Nettie was a visual arts major. Let's make this clear. You were not, <laughs> you were not a vocal major. And could sing a tail off better than some of us vocal majors. <laughs> I'm mad now. But <laughs> but um, it was definitely a creative art school. And some of the greats, like so many people have slid through there. Um, mm-hmm. And everybody don't stay there. I'm being straight up. Some people literally slid through. But we got a good uh, repertoire. Uh, and um, repertoire of music, but we just have a good list of people that we can always rep with. Um, who has lived through Kappa and just deposit greatness there. And so, and I mean, from people in music to people in drama, mm-hmm. uh, I, yo, this is so random. I remember I'm um, a girl named uh Nikki Starr, she was like the class president, but it wasn't our class, it was another class. Gotcha. And I was watching um, Fresh Off the Boat on TV. And she was <laughs> in a scene. <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> Rewind, you know, COVID, COVID trials. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I saw, what is it? I, I saw, I forget what um, episode of some crime drama that was real popular. And I saw um, uh, uh, old girl that she used to be a drama major. Is it um, Shanita? Yep. She did Law and Order, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think she I did was like, let's go. <laughs> I've seen the guy too. Um, what's that show called? The Good Judge. It's a black judge show. Shout out to Black History Month. I know I didn't do I know I'm not I'm not in the right order, guys. Okay, um, we, we really just catching up right now. <laughs> but right, because it, it just shifted. But we go, we gonna end this soon because I'm, I'm gonna be like, they are not talking about songwriting. They talking about their high school years. <laughs> but it was a guy who plays a a guard or something on the show. Oh my good, I'm mad. I can't think. I want to say it's called the Good Judge or something Judge. But it's a black judge who's the main character, and she wears like natural hair and everything. Are you it's talking weird. about? Oh wait, no, you talking about um. Uh, uh, shoot, you're um, I know who you're talking about. It's, it's a black lady, yes, and it's like ABC or ABC. Okay. It's, CB, it's, it's CBS, CBS. Oh, that's um, that's Jay Alex. That's Jay Alex. Alex was playing on um, Alex, me and Alex connected. Um, wow, I was actually doing some music for him too. Um, not not more so him singing, but he was you know, he was bringing artists and he was trying to do the scholar thing. Um, but me and him connected, um, and we, you know, we still connect till this day. I went to, I went on set with him one time uh, while he was filming. But um, 
it was crazy. I can't remember the name. I'm just drawing a blank on everything. But the fact that you got the network right, because you know networks get upset. Listen, it's on CBS. It's a dope show too. It's a yeah. really dope show. Like, yeah, I mess with it. And he's a he's a progressing character in yes. like, one of the main yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to be there. Wow, there. <laughs> he's a, and he's good at what he does too. Yes. He's really good. So. Yes. So thank you guys definitely for listening and for checking out Netty tonight. Those who are on Instagram, you wonder like, why am I on here? So many people slid through on Instagram, but I can't connect StreamYard to Instagram. We'll get it together. We will get it together. (laughs) Might go live on Facebook next time with YouTube um, to gather more people on. But one thing for sure is Netty has been writing for years. And I know that her music will be heard around the world even more. Um, I mean, we starting with, I know, I do believe that your music will be heard around the world even more. I also believe that, like, when it comes to, when, when I saw vocal arranger and uh, producing, it's because that's always been in you. But because you're so quiet, the way you will correct people will be so <laughs> You never was had the takeover spirit. <laughs> I, listen, I didn't. It is weird because, you know, at the time I wasn't, I, I never would be prepared for the, what you're talking about? What you mean? I'm off key or something. Like I, was, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for it. And I wasn't sure about myself, um, about myself as far as whatever abilities I had. Like I'd be sure about a note, but I wouldn't be sure if, if telling you that it was correct at the right time would be that like it used to be in my head a lot but but when you grow you know what I mean and you really start to get an understanding about things it really uh you can say that you you know you progressed mm-hmm. well if, if anybody hasn't known by now we've been on for almost an hour and if anybody doesn't know now, She's in the studio. And I think they're subtly letting me know. Like, yeah, right. that's what I say. I'm not even going to fight this anymore. Thank <laughs> you, Nettie, for taking time out with Renew Talk tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, I fully thank you for taking I know it's a whole different time zone because um, three hours early in the day. But I just appreciate you taking time out to hop on and for us to talk. And anybody who's been listening and watching to Renew Talk tonight, I hope that you learn something, gain something. Uh, just be confident. That's like my thing right now. Confident will help you to make the connections. Um, and it doesn't confidence doesn't mean that you're arrogant. It just simply means that you're confident, so that confident people can be corrected and have no problem being corrected. Mm-hmm. We're still sure that this is going to help us get get to our destination. So. Um, Shout out to Nettie. You can catch her at. <laughs> That's the part most people aren't getting. They're like, "What? You can um, catch her." I'm on. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. A girl made this. Same name. Got you. Got you. So something I do at the end of all my episodes is I pray. So I'm going to do that real quick. And then we're going to get up out of here. Thanks again, guys, for who's, those who stayed with me the whole hour. And like I said, we won't eat nobody else. No um, but, Lori, thank you just for the time to talk, to relate, to share, to open up our thoughts, our mindsets, and also to share our thinking and the process of how we are where we are now. I just want to thank you for Nettie. And I pray that you continue to bless 
what her hands find to do, that she will help her to be effective in doing that, and also that she will help grow the business and, and the musical aspect of Triangle Park Music, help it to be effective and to reach people across the world. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Amen.